0: Welcome to A Word on side. Today we'll be discussing about the importance of mental health within men's football. The conversations will be intriguing, they'll be insightful and they'll be from the heart. We've got special guests, Sunland footballer Rigo 9, former Newcastle Under-23 goalkeeper Nathan Harker, Northern League manager Tony Fawcett and the founder of If You Care Share charity, Matthew Smith. I'll be joined in the studio by co-hosts Isaac Barnett and Callum Jacks. This is a word on wayside, and this is a conversation about the effects of mental health.
1: Speaking from what I've gone through, I think if you can just talk to anybody, I think it's one of the best best things out there. Yeah, I think the hardest thing is
2: taking that first that first step, just to you know be brave and just voice it to someone. It's gotta open up with somebody. I think uh, one of the things to tell the kids all the time is off a movie. I can't remember what movie it's off, but like a
3: problem shared is a problem The Difficult thing um, is asking for that help, but it can also be the most rewarding thing. You
1: know, just make a call. It's all sort of confidential. You know, you're speaking to someone from the PFA over the phone. Um, who doesn't know who you are, doesn't know your name, and, like, it's so you can tell them what you want without having to to even think about it.
0: Callum, Isaac, welcome to the podcast. Today's podcast is regarding mental health within male football. Callum, do you feel as though it's improved?
4: Yeah, I would agree. Um, I obviously think social media has a part to play, um, but I think there's obviously good and bad for it. But I think when people can use their platform to speak out, it's, uh, it's a good way to use it.
0: Do you feel as though social media plays a part on both sides,
5: though? Like, players suffer a lot of abuse on social media as well. Social media has had a really big impact on bringing more limelight to the subject. I think every odd couple of days when I'm scrolling down Instagram, I'll see something from the Premier League about fan support or a a charity. Like, you do see a lot of it being advertised on social media.
0: One of our special guests, Luke O'Nein, he speaks about how he used his platform, Instagram, to, to let fans know how he he was feeling, we'll hear that later on in the show. Um, recently, Calvert Lewin, the Everton footballer, he's come out and said talk and saved his life. Um, do you feel as though the clubs do enough for their players? Because there is a lot of programs available. If you cash, er, uh, for example, they offer programs to a host of Premier League championship clubs.
4: I know, obviously, recent times the Premier League and the EFL are sort of like trying to get in there and sort of make. The sort of make it better uh, and make it easier for players to talk out, but I also think it should go down to grassroots level and non league as well.
0: Probably do know there is funding available at the top level where they could probably help out lower league teams in grassroots football because mental health doesn't just happen in the Premier League as we know it happens at, at every level. Isaac, do you feel as though? These programmes should be offered maybe, say, three times a year, so it's it's constantly ingrained into the, the, the footballers that it is OK to speak.
5: I don't think it should be a three-time-a-year thing anyway. I think it should be a constant sort of platform. Um, if there was a way of converting it into a platform where it's something that can be used 24-7 and there's like a helpline for all players, even if it's not just from clubs but it's from the leagues as well and the FA and even UEFA... Um, I do really think that should be something that should be put into place because at the end of the day, um, you don't know what's around the corner.
0: It's scary when you look at some of the statistics.
5: Um, for example,
0: suicide is the biggest killer for men under 45 and young persons under under 25. In what areas do you feel as though we should be improving on, Callum?
4: I would say encouraging people as much as they can to obviously speak.
0: Do you think it comes down to the person?
4: Yeah, I definitely think it always comes down to the person because no one knows more about your mental health than yourself. But I definitely think there can be encouragement there. Um, for instance, if you're seeing your favourite footballer talk out and you were struggling, maybe that would encourage you to think, okay, they're in the same boat as me. Uh, I'm not alone here.
0: Isaac, do you feel still feel as though there's cultural pressures? For example, maybe 10 years ago, for males, it was you were told to man up, men don't cry, pull yourself together, for example. Do you feel as that? pressure
5: is still there on males. um i would say that yes it is still a really big factor in football especially but i do think it's starting to improve in terms of i think players are starting to feel like they can open up and the reason for that is i do want to bring that back to social media i do think social media can be used as a platform to help other people i think players do realize that especially like we're going to see later on the show with luke where the way luke talked to us and opened up to us just shows that he's clearly got experience with people or talking about the subject with people he doesn't really know such as us and I do really think that social media is a big factor in that.
0: Callum what can we do to help lower league teams because Tony and also Nathan who's been on both sides of the story again we'll hear their opinions and views later on in the show but they they also discussed that there's maybe more could be done for the lower league teams and, and support being offered because everyone goes through it and everyone needs help at the end of the day. Obviously, the cost as well comes into it, which again puts financial strain and pressure on the players. But do you feel as though the different governing bodies that are out there, because there are many, they could offer, they could come out and and say, look, we are here, we will give you support.
4: Yeah, I think, like, from the Premier League all the way down to grassroots or local five-a-side teams, there's got to be support there. At the end of the day, uh, they're not just footballers, they're humans, and everyone has their own mental health. Um and I don't know if, like, the Premier League or the EFL sort of financially support more. um, So they get that help, but I certainly think more needs to be done.
0: It, it's obviously a system that is getting used, and that brings us nicely into our interview with Nathan Harker, who plays Northern League football currently. He was part of Newcastle United Under-23's team, and he suffered uh, mentally himself.
1: I think there does need to be more... People need to be more proactive, like, in clubs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... And that's from the top level, um, right down to the bottom as well. They sort of paid for all the sessions and stuff. It was all on their account, um, uh, which is good. It's great, um, but I I don't know how many people will actually go out and seek help, to make that first initial touch, um, touch with the get in touch with the PFA. Um, I think that's that's a bit that needs to be improved on. Um, sort of having a bit more openness about what is
0: available, and um, when I did go, it did help me a lot. Clubs are offered different programmes these days in a number of different ways of supporting players. One organisation is If You Care Share Charity and Matthew Smith, the founder, he set that up just over 10 years ago. They offer support in various different ways to to clubs up and down the country.
3: So we've worked in partnership with the Premier League, uh, the Football League and more recently the WSL uh, to deliver emotional and mental health workshops with really the overarching aim of preventing suicide. But what we're trying to do is educate people at an early stage, now where we can work with a player um, from the age of eight all the way to a first-team player as well since uh, this season. But I do like to think that we, we're part of a conversation and part of a conversation that, that is encouraging players to, to, to take care of their mental health. Um and you know you've seen you've seen that recently we we're talking about the national squad in in terms of the young lads with the penalty misses and I think especially for 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 the likes of uh, Saka and how how he's responded and the resilience he's shown we use that as a great example to young players of actually how we can bounce back and oh are, are we there yet probably not is the more we're doing a hundred percent do do clubs ha- have access to enough <sighs> probably not because of, you know, how how wide-scale this is. I think what we're going through at this moment isn't exempt of football, it's a culture thing. Um, and, you know, we're in a an environment at this moment in time where things are, are probably more difficult and we're seeing more strain on services than ever. Um, you know, charities like ourselves are, are more overwhelmed than ever.
0: It was a very insightful interview there. Um, I suppose it's one of those ones where it opens your eyes to to what they offer different football clubs on a day-to-day basis. Do you feel like um, this should be something that the governing bodies at the top, because we know the Premier League now is a billion-pound industry, where funding should be given to the smaller clubs, like the non-league teams, like your northern league teams?
4: A lot more has to be done from the teams at the top. Obviously, not sure of the ins and outs, but looking from the outside, you can see there's not a lot of funding when it comes to... um, the mental health side of things for Northern League teams or maybe grassroots football as well, I think certainly it could be improved um, because at the end of the day, whether you play for Man City or Acklington Stanley, um, you're a human at the end of the day. You're going to deal with mental health problems um, at some point in your life.
0: I think you hit the nail on the head there when you said you're human at the end of the day. One person who knows the Northern League, non-league uh, football very well is... Um, former Wickham manager Tony Fawcett and this is what he had to say on the situation
2: The day age we live in now we've got um, our our Premier League and our professional professional game is, is a littered with money um, how some of that isn't filtered down into the, to the lower leagues and into junior football is beyond me um, they, they, c- they could educate and um, support so many people just by being a little bit um, clever That's probably the wrong word but a little bit more generous with how they, the, the money's given away. Um, the FA have a tough enough job, like the local FA's in particular, because they'll only get certain pots from um, the, the main guys. but um, And they've got to spend that wisely on, on coach education and refereeing and all yeah. sorts, you know, and safeguarding. But, yeah, I, th- I definitely think there should be more money filtered down from, from, from professional game, to be honest.
0: Callum, what can we do to help lower league teams? Because Tony and also Nathan, who's been on both sides of the story, he, they also discussed that there's maybe more could be done for mental health for the lower league teams and, and support being offered because everyone goes through it and everyone needs help at the end of the day.
4: I think at every level, Premier League Championship all the way down, should have each club should have a mental health officer because you see some of the roles within football clubs now, some of the departments that get a lot of funding, for example, you see the media departments now with seven, eight members of staff where I feel like the mental health side of things has sort of fallen behind a little bit.
0: Well, that takes us brilliantly onto our interview with Luke Ornay. And this is what Luke had to say about his troubles.
1: Yeah, so the biggest thing about injury is like, wait, right, the, the thing I learned is you've got to flip a mindset. Um, so I'm probably give one thing away is, if you get injured, you go into a, you fall into a negative mindset of the things you can't do. Mm-hmm. So I did my shoulder and I was like, right, I can't hold my little girl I can't go swimming with her I can't go to the soft plays yeah. um, I can't play football I can't do contacts I can't run um, can't give my little girl a cuddle like there were so many things yeah. I couldn't do but I was like well and you get into this negative mindset of what I can't do but what we need to do is slip it cool. I can still be alongside my little girl and give her more time because I'm not injured mm-hmm. I can just be with her um, I can walk um, I can spend more time with my family yeah. and it's like as soon as we start focusing on the positives and what we can do you kind of empower yourself yeah. But that's, that's a decision from you. It's, it's easier said than done. When we're in a negative situation, negative just sticks. I realise I need to connect to mentors when it's going good and bad, just to stay consistent. I journal a lot, I write things down, just mm-hmm. to, if I see something building, instead of just trying to ignore that emotion, I'll try and surface it. I'll be all yeah. like, right. Because the biggest problem is, is when you ignore emotions. Yeah. So if you numb one emotion, you numb them all. Uh, I've been guilty of that. So if you... I realised if I could try and surface every emotion I'm trying to feel just talk about it out loud explain to me what I was going through mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things is again what you said your, your life's just thrown upside down yeah. when you're in football you're very routine. You, you know when you're training what you're doing where you're going to be you're working towards match day as soon as mm-hmm. you get injured all that's gone um, you know you're, you're involved match day manager talking throughout the week about the last game about the next game then you get injured you're just put to the side because yeah. you're no longer useful um, I think that's a big thing is that like you feel like you're not kind of contributing towards the team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the more time we spend on our phone is we're not really thinking, we're giving something the power to do yeah. for us. The more time we spend in front of the screen, so like, well, if we actually need to step out of that, put the screens away and just be with the people around us. Yeah. I think that's when it starts swiping up the conversations
0: and- Isaac, just listen back at what Luke had to say there when when we spoke with him. What sort of sticks out the most for you? Is there anything that he said where you sort of sat back and thought, Wow
5: I think it, I think he does a really good job of humanising himself because at the end of the day, like what we've already touched on is footballers are real people. They do have real life problems, um, which are obviously, going on behind the scenes that we don't get to see on social media and from the club,
0: Callum. If you've got any listeners out there listening to this podcast today who are struggling, what's your advice? You do what makes
5: you
4: happy.
0: What makes you be able to cope? If, like, obviously, the main thing is to talk. Well, you heard it here today, after co-host. If you are struggling, talk. There's always somebody there who will be willing to help and listen. There are also many mental health charities out there who are there to support. You can get in touch with the likes of If You Care, Share, Mind, Crisis Management, Heads Up Together, Samaritans, Sport and Chance, to name a few, to help support and guide you through some of the toughest times uh, that you may be dealing with currently. And um, as I've said before, if you are listening, and you are someone that's struggling with mental health please please speak to somebody you're not on your own and there is plenty of support available mental health matters and so do you thanks for listening